Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Meet or on the rocks, it's the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Unbelievable slate of college football action tomorrow. Uh, we're going to break it all down now in the sports bar with our superhero of the spread. He is the great Thor Nystrom of fantasy pros and betting pros. Thor, this is a big one, man. This is a big, big weekend. And can we start with what we, we've been calling the biggest story in all of sports? Is is this when the clock strikes midnight on the Colorado Buffaloes taking on the Oregon Ducks tomorrow afternoon? How are you, Thor? I'm doing well. And yeah, I think the uh, clock is about to strike midnight for Colorado. I, you know, not only do I think that I'm, I'm laying the points there. Uh, I got a 20 and a half ticket on Sunday, but I, I would put that one all the way up to 24. I, yeah, they're in trouble there. That's a bad matchup for Colorado and they have to do it without Travis Hunter. Yeah, a little closer to home, Thor. And we can't play on this, of course, in New York State. Can't bet on a, a you know a college team here. But we're all curious about uh, Syracuse. Uh, all right, you beat Colgate, yay, and you beat another school, and you beat Purdue, I guess. And now here comes Army into the Dome, and the Orange uh, giving 13. And you have this look-ahead game next week when Clemson's coming in. So this would kind of be the definition, maybe, of a trap game. I don't know. But are the Orange mature enough to cover the 13 here, Thor? Yeah, and you have the the historical precedent of you just take the double-digit points whenever you can get them with the service academy. Uh, and then, of course, Syracuse is learning how to play without Aronde Gadsden. So, I mean, th- th- those would be my concerns as far as that goes. And, of course, you're looking ahead to the Clemson game as well. So I do think Syracuse is going to win that game, but I, I do think it could be a little bit closer than maybe the, the sports books do. In the uh, ACC, Syracuse fans will be paying attention to Clemson, Florida State as well. How do you see this playing out, Thor? This So that one, I, I have a divergent take. I, I like Clemson in that game. Uh, I, I didn't love what I saw at Florida State last week, and Jordan Travis is banged up. And I think why that matters in this game is Florida State's running game has, has underwhelmed so far. I thought Trey Benson would, would be a little bit better this year and that they weren't going to miss Trey Sean Ward. They clearly do, and, and that running game has been sluggish. It, on the road here against Clemson, a, a Clemson team that still has a very good defense, even if their offense has been underachieving to this point, you can't go in there with a one-handed offense where your one hand is through the air and, that, and the, the guy who's directing that is banged up right now with injuries. I, I think that could be a problem for Florida State. They could struggle offensively more than people think. I'm going to take Clemson in that one. Yeah, Thor Nystrom uh, from Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros, our guest. And if I had to guess what most people here in Rochester, their, their kind of viewing pattern tomorrow might be, it might be, all right, I'm going to watch the Orange at noon, and then I'm going to go over for the late afternoon window because that's where we're plopping the Colorado-Oregon game on. But that Colorado-Oregon game, that's one of 
three, three Pac-12 matchups with ranked opponents going against one another. We've got the, the Washington State-Oregon State game, but then right alongside, and I don't know anybody's going to be flipping over necessarily, but maybe you should, UCLA in Utah, 3.30 on Fox, and it's UCLA getting five and a half points. Are we all sleeping on the Utes here, Thor? A little bit, yeah. Um, you know, especially with Cam Rising coming back. And in this game, you have, you know, Dante Moore, the true freshman quarterback, the UCLA sign. Now this is his first road game. You have to go into uh, uh, Utah and play in the altitude against what is a really nasty defense. Utah can shut down your running game. And if they're able to do that to UCLA, it puts all the pressure on Dante Moore to win that game through the air. I, that kid should be really good. Um, but in his fourth uh, college game i i just i doubt that you know he can get that done well you know we'll have to see but uh, I'm, I'm on the youth in that one thor uh in the sec alabama ole miss with the ole miss getting six and a half right now at beck ql what are your thoughts on on this sec matchup thor i think ole miss is pulling this upset and i don't i don't consider it much of an upset i just think ole miss has the better team that alabama roster is way down they have three quarterbacks. All of them are G5 level, certainly you know, way off what Alabama's had recently. They have a running back rotation because they don't have a star there. Their receiving core has been down for multiple years now. It still is. Same thing with the offensive line. And the defense is solid, but it's not elite. And on this team, you know, now they're going back to Jalen Milrow, a quarterback. Milrow, he makes your running game better, and he's able in some ways to mitigate a little bit the offensive line struggles, but you lose the passing efficiency. Alabama's like, I think in the 80s, somewhere in the 80s in the rankings of passing efficiency right now. And you certainly aren't going to get any of that with Jalen Milrow as your quarterback. He can push it down the field a little bit, but he doesn't have accuracy. So the opponent in this game doesn't have to worry about him beating them in the intermediate area and moving the chains that way. I I think what you're going to see is the Alabama offense bogged down again. And I think the Ole Miss offense is going to have more success, uh, certainly when it flips the other way. Quinshawn Judkins is going to be able to carve away at that Alabama front seven. Uh, they get nicked by the running games. And then the, their pass defense, it's good with the efficiency, but it's bad allowing explosive plays. I think what you're going to see is once Judkins gets going, the RPO game and the play action, uh, they're going to use that to suck in the, the Alabama safeties. They lost both of their safeties from last year. The, the, the new ones in there suck them down and then hit those play action shots over the top. We're talking to Thor Nystrom, uh, fantasy pros and betting pros, setting you up for is the best Saturday in recent memory here in, in, in college football. We haven't even gotten to the primetime matchup, so let's go to Happy Valley here, Thor, where Penn State ranks seventh, and they're giving 14 and a half. When I'm looking at this one's on CBS tomorrow night, and the over-under isn't even at 40, at 39 and a half. I this looks like it's tempting me to go in on Iowa here, uh, Thor. Is this uh, you know kind of the trap not to fall into, or are you feeling comfortable enough uh, laying everything here with Penn State in the over? Uh, so I would be huge on Iowa, uh, you know, because first of all, I've seen them go into Happy Valley the night games where other teams get intimidated by the whiteout and different stuff like that. I've seen Iowa in that spot play up to Penn State and give them a real scare in that. And, you know, I was talking about, you know, historically getting the double digits with the, the service academies. Same thing goes with Kirk Ferentz in Iowa. So, you know, you, you would be inclined to lean that way. My only trepidation here is Iowa's offense, as you guys know, uh, continues to struggle. And now they have to play without their top pass catcher by far. And a guy who's a dual threat uh, in Luke Lachey, their, their star tight end. 
He suffered a leg injury last week against Western Michigan. He's out for the year. And then Iowa also has a banged-up running back room. So my only concern is a bad offense. Now you're depreciated even more. I, I do think they're going to give some problems to that Penn State offense. Uh, Drew Allard doesn't love playing Iowa. Iowa has the awesome secondary. They have the good front seven, too. So they're, they're going to be able to slow down Singleton uh, and Allen there. But, yeah, the, it just becomes can Iowa score enough points without Luke Lachey and, and with that decimated running back room? We'll, we'll have to see, but I'm staying off that one. Thor, history has shown that if you want to uh, upset Ohio State, it's going to happen, generally speaking, at the shoe. Uh, They're traveling to Notre Dame, another primetime matchup between the Buckeyes and the Irish. Which way do you see this going? I'm I'm taking Notre Dame in this one. You know, I I think that line's three, three and a half, but I I think Notre Dame's going to win this game all right. Notre Dame has the secondary to be able to uh, withstand uh, Marvin Harrison and Igbuka and different stuff like that. And Notre Dame has a really good front seven. So in Ohio State, their running game once again this year is sort of sluggish like it was last year. They just haven't gotten that going. And now their offensive line's not as good. They lost three guys to the NFL. So I, I think Notre Dame's going to be able to, uh, you know, greatly slow down that running game where Ohio State needs to win it through the air. And I, I, I think, they're, like I said, their secondary will be able to hold down Harrison and Igbuka. And meanwhile, I don't think people realize how much Notre Dame's offense has improved. In the advanced metrics, it's actually a little bit higher right now than their nasty defense is. Efficient on both passing and running. That Ohio State defense, I don't trust it uh, You know, as much as some of these other defenses we're talking about. I think Notre Dame will have success doing what they want to do on offense. and I, I think they're going to be able to slow down the passing attack of Ohio State and, and their new quarterback, Kyle McCord, enough to get that win. Uh, before we get your thoughts on the Vikings and Chargers here, because I know you got a thought on that, I would, would bet here. Uh, Thor, any other games on the schedule that you like, perhaps that we can make some money on here? Uh, tonight, I'm laying it with uh, North Carolina State at Virginia. That Virginia team is, is really bad, and this is sort of a revenge game for two uh, key characters on the North Carolina State side. Their quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, came from Virginia, and the last time he was good, his offensive coordinator, Robert and I was directing the plays of Virginia for him. Those guys were able to reunite this year at NC state. This line's a little bit lower. It hasn't gotten to the double digits because that NC state offense, it's not totally gotten off the ground quite yet, but NC state's a lot more talented than Virginia. And I think in this game, Anai and Armstrong are going to be able to pour it on against that Virginia defense. Thor, when we look at week three in the NFL, let's start with uh, the team that, that's in your that closest to your proximity there in the Vikings. Uh, no team wants to get off to an 0-3 start, and, and you've got a lot of points uh, being projected here between the Chargers and the Vikings. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm going with the Chargers in that one. I, I don't like what I've seen of this Vikings team so far. They've, they've tried to address one, you know, perhaps even their biggest weakness at this point, their running game. By, by signing Risner, and then they, they traded for Akers. Akers is no better than Alexander Madison is. They're both just sluggish running backs, and I don't think that the signing of Risner, certainly it's, it's not going to uh, have an effect in, in this week's game, but even you know over the, the season-long outcome, I, I, I don't think it's going to turn around the offensive line to the degree that they need it to. There's just something off with this team. You know, It's like a, a pass-only team at this point. It certainly is going to be again th- this weekend. They're a good passing team, but when the defense only has to worry about that, it mitigates the damage that you can have there. And then the, my other huge concern for the Vikings, obviously, in this game is their, their young, inexperienced secondary going up against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. You know that Flores is going to try to send the heat on Herbert and make him uncomfortable back there. 
But doing that, you leave yourself thin on the back end. I think this is a bombs away game for Herbert, and I expect the Chargers to win it. Yeah, Thor, I don't know if you've uh, been paying attention to the National Weather Service about this tropical storm. Uh, now it's a tropical storm that's going to hit D.C. Oh, great. Sometime around game time for the Bills and Commanders, and you also have the Colts and Ravens and... I don't know. Uh, it would be tempting to bet the under on, on both of these games. Right now, the Ravens and Colts at 44, the Bills and Commanders at, at 43. Maybe some money will will push that in uh, lower as we get closer to game time. Or is that not a concern that, you know, basically, hey, both of these quarterbacks, Sam Howell, Josh Allen, they yeah, they can throw and wind here too. Yeah, so I, I always look at the weather, uh, whether it's college or the NFL, because it's it's not the rain that affects it, it's the wind. And once the wind gets over 10 miles per hour in a game, it starts to statistically uh, affect the over-under. When it gets to 15, even more. And when it gets to 20, now you're in the, it, the, the games typically go under, you know, when you're looking at it o- over the thing. So you have to uh, bake that in. Obviously, all the professional gamblers are as well. And so when there's news that like yes this is going to happen that's when you start to see those totals crash but if you can get ahead of that and and you know what the weather system is going to be in a given game before the market you can absolutely get value by by you know going with that hey you uh you you follow these prospects through their their time in college and into the pros what was your scouting report on sam howell coming into the nfl I liked Sam Howell up until that last year at UNC when they had lost uh, Javante Williams, they'd lost Michael Carter, they'd lost a receiver, and teams realize, the, the, the opponents, they realized, let's just drop eight against them every time. And then that was the year Sam Howell ran for over 1,000 yards because you know, he just didn't have the receiving talent there with him. So I became a little bit lower on him during uh, that process because having watched that season, just like the NFL ended up doing, he always had that ability you were just wondering, like, in instances where NFL uh, defenses try to do that to him as well, is he going to be comfortable sitting back there in the pocket going through his progressions, or are you going to see a, a tuck and run fast like we saw last year at UNC, which isn't going to work in the NFL? I've been very impressed with him so far, though. Uh, obviously, he, he's outperforming where his draft slot ended up being, outperforming my expectation, a lot of other people. So hopefully he can, he can keep that going. And obviously Washington has, has surrounded him with – at least very, very good receiving weapons. He's our superhero of the spread, Thor Nystrom. Thor, uh, tell everybody a little bit about Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros and how they can get more of your content. Yeah, you can find me, all, all my stuff on Betting Pros. You can find me on Twitter at ThorKU or X on Thor, at ThorKU. And uh, on Saturday mornings, 10 to 1130 Eastern, we have a live show, 90 Minutes, me and Mike Farrell on Betting Pros YouTube where we go through every game, give our picks, and take audience questions. I, I also give out my, my player props. I, I'm always really deep in the player prop market, especially for college, because you find really soft numbers. So c- come and find us on Saturday morning. Thor, appreciate your time as always, man. Good luck tomorrow. Have a great weekend. Always good talking to you, boys. You got Thanks, it, Thor. Thor Nystrom. Fantasy pros, betting pros, some good information there. Now you're armed for a Saturday of college football. Are you going to go under on Ravens and Colts at 43 now? Uh... Yes, with Gardner Minshew starting for the Colts, yeah. with the weather and everything that's in play there, feels like it'll be a slog. I was thinking before all this happened, because in our Superflex League, okay, I got to stream a second quarterback. Oh, Minshew. Well, that might be fun for a week. No, no, no. Not even close. Uh, Sam Howell, he's going to like put up at least... No, no, no. Like like the weather, eh, I like from a fantasy standpoint... 
You're gonna have to maintain, like, like, like get start you. Minshew, you coward. No, start I didn't even pick Minshew. No, I didn't even pick him up. <laughs> you picked up. Uh, I know you picked up. Yeah. You picked up C.J. Stroud. I did. C.J. Like, Stroud, the rookie who is going against Jacksonville, and it's two weeks, but Jacksonville has the 29th-ranked pass defense right Stroud's now. a little banged up, too, isn't he? He is, and, you know, I can always drop him in the last second and pick up a Gardner Minshew if yeah, I had Gardner to do that. Minshew. Or Andy Dalton is starting this That's, week. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ginger you, general. When you look at, at what's going on with the rookie quarterbacks, and Stroud's a little bit banged up, at least he'll be out there. Richardson uh, is uh, out for Indianapolis. He was out of practice today. He's still working through concussion protocol. And Bryce Young is going to miss a couple of weeks with his ankle injury as well. So you mentioned it. Andy Dalton gets a start in Seattle. Jake Luton will be backing up Andy Dalton for Carolina. Keep your fingers crossed that Dalton stays upright because that's going to be ugly fast if Jake Luton gets in the game. It was ugly last night. I'm sorry, the Giants. It was. Listen, yeah. what's scary about the Niners is that Brock Purdy didn't look good early in that game. And they still had their way. Again, I had some things going on, so I didn't get home until about 8 o'clock. And, okay, it's on. And I see it's a 3 nothing game. And, you know, Giants, the check down to the receiver, like five yards short. And I, I yell, in the, oh, come on, Eli. And the executive producer, that's not Eli. Like, oh, that's right. It just looks like him, and it plays like him. Yeah. Like, gosh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, that uh, that offense needs a running game, needs a guy like Saquon Barkley. Without Saquon Barkley, I don't know how that offense goes, and it didn't go last night. Niners' defense is, you know, shocking, really good. Um, but it, was, it, it has to be frustrating knowing that Brock Purdy – doesn't make all the throws. It's it's a, a symbiotic relationship between Purdy and Shanahan, and you can almost feel Shanahan pushing Purdy to a limit, and then when he gets too overextended, he brings him back a little bit to the throws that he knows he can make. Um, big games for McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and, and Brock Purdy ends up evening it out and getting over 300 yards passing uh, for the Niners last night as, as they, it was one sided 30 to 12. It shouldn't have even been that close. I mean, the, the Niners only went, what, two for five in the red zone for touchdowns? I mean, like that, that game could have been easily 49 to 12. It, it could have been a lot worse than it, it was. It was sleepy. It really was kind of a sleepy game on a Thursday night. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break, come back with some takes on tap. I'll drink to that is on the way. Yeah, this idea about relegation, like we've talked about this. That's kind of like a summertime, like, hey, is there any pro sport that this would work, the English soccer thing? There's actually somebody here in the States, a big sport that is floating this out there. And I'll explain, as fun as that is, it's really not realistic. We'll see where this goes. And also, we got to give a tribute, raise a glass to one of the best who ever did it here in Rochester. Uh, I have a, a sports take that might sound like a non-sports take, but trust me, it, it is a sports take, and it has to do with a certain tight end in the NFL who has just thrust himself into a firing zone. He just needs to really, really mind his P's and Q's here. He's, he's, he's flirting with danger. 
It's it's a, he's in a bad spot. Flirting with you? He's uh, no, not specifically. No, uh, I'll drink to that as on the way here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A U D A C Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 